0: Hello everyone, Kyle here. Have you ever wondered why the standard cord on pretty much every round or UFO-style high bay is 6 feet? Well, I've got all the answers for you in today's episode. Welcome to Get Wired with Kyle, brought to you by Vance. So, flexible cords in the National Electric Code generally are only used to power portable or temporary lighting. But NEC Section 410.62 does allow some fixtures like high bays to be cord and plugged to allow for easy removal to service them on the ground. The general idea is that an installer can go up on a lift and in one swift motion, disconnect power with your left hand, unhook the fixture from its mount with your right hand, and bring it back down to the ground safely. The five general requirements of 410.62 are, one, the cord must not be longer than six feet, two, the fixture must be located directly below the outlet, three, the cord is not subject to strain or physical damage, Four, the entire cord is visible for inspection. And five, the cord generally must terminate into a plug and matching receptacle for easy connection and disconnection. Now, let's imagine your electrical box is way up on the decking, but you want to suspend the high bays below the rafters, making the whole one swift move thing kinda of unrealistic. Is there another way that you could use flexible cord? The short answer is yes. A little bit deeper in the code book, we find Article 604, Manufactured Wiring Systems. This is a pretty short section, which primarily addresses factory-made modular wiring harnesses, kind of like what you might find from the brand ReLock. These solutions are frequently made from metal-clad cables and all the connectors are factory-applied, so the rules are a little bit different with these. It is here within Article 604.100, Section A3, that you will find a provision for wiring harnesses made from flexible cord. The entire cord assembly must be listed and labeled, or l l For making a transition between the components of a manufactured wiring system and the electrical equipment not permanently attached to the building structure. Exactly what you're looking to do, right? And the rules are all basically the same as 410.62, including the maximum six-foot cord length. However, it appears to me that some manufacturers have been able to offer a 12-foot cord set on their high bays by installing a listed wiring harness that is six feet of cord off the fixture and six feet of cord from the box, tied together with approved strain relieving quick connect in the middle. It does not appear that you can buy one of these special wiring harnesses and install it yourself. It must be special ordered from the factory with your high base. Probably not the answer you were looking for, but it's an option. So what else can you do if a six foot cord is not long enough? Option number one, you can move electrical boxes, which you may still need to do anyway if the location of your fixtures needs to change. Swag lighting high bays with flexible cord, generally not recommended. However, another option would be to stick with that six foot cord and install aluminum reflectors on your high bays. Reflectors will help guide the light down to the floor level if you have to mount the fixture a little higher than intended. In fact, I really recommend reflectors anytime fixtures will be mounted at 25 feet or above, otherwise you would be wasting a ton of light up high where it isn't really needed cool thing is reflectors can be field installed and they're probably more economical than moving electrical boxes. This may be exactly the compromise that you and your customer are looking for. Well, that about does it for this episode. Let me know in the comments below if you have another solution or if you have another burning question for me to investigate. And until the next time, stay connected, stay enlightened. For more great tips and advice, make sure to subscribe to Get Wired with Kyle and swing over to LeadVanceUS.com to check out all the latest LED lighting solutions.